Welcome to the Leadership Live Podcast, a conversational podcast with community members aiming to motivate, challenge, and inspire you to lead. Now, here are your hosts, Vanessa Bennett and Trey Darnell. Welcome back to Leadership Live. I'm Trey Darnell here with Vanessa Bennett. First podcast of the year of 2023. How are you, Vanessa? I am great. Excited to be back. We took a little bit of a break for the holiday season, but we're back with a great guest today. Today, we're here with Avenue Susie Peterson. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? This is your second time on the podcast. This is my second. I feel honored. Would you like to give us an update on Avenue? Avenue is uh, just rolling on down the road, uh, to put that pun in there. We had a really good year for 2022 and just continuing on and that message of prevention is possible, whether it's overdose prevention or youth prevention of substance use, and that recovery is real. There are services and options out there. How's the best way for someone that might themselves or a family member receive help? It depends on what help you're looking for. What we do is we uh, refer most people to the Tennessee Red Line if they are looking to enter into recovery services. I don't know that number off the top of my head, and I'm sorry about that. I should. But you can always go to our website. We have that information there, whether it's crisis care that you need or just looking at resources, and that's www.avenewtn.org, and you can find those services because it does depend on what you're looking for exactly whether you need a longer term recovery program or whether you're looking for crisis intervention or whether you're just looking at resources for someone who has been in recovery for a while and is looking for some more things. And you're still working with the Yale Mayor's Youth Council this year. Yes, we are. It is so great to have that perspective of how they see things and messages and being able to get that message out for prevention. Most people think that all students are using substances of some kind. In reality, that's not true. That peer pressure and that message gets warped. So we're helping them voice that, that, you know, it is okay to delay substance use. Explain to us how Avenue fits under United Way. I know I'm on the leadership team and I'm very proud of the work that Avenue does, but how does that work with our great United Way agency? So United Way uh, is, you know, we do the fundraising for our community organizations that are considered partner organizations. But in the past, they have found that there have been some issues that have arisen that there was not a dedicated resource to or maybe more resources were needed. A good example of that is the Appalachian Miles for Smiles in the dental van. There was more need for dental appointments, and United Way worked with Friends in Need and started this program. So it started as an initiative and then moves on to being its own program. At the height of the opioid epidemic, they were finding that there were just things that people didn't know how to resource, people didn't know how to access, or that more resources were needed in dealing with this. And so United Way created Avenue. We kind of function more as a coalition as opposed to an actual uh, service delivery. We do not do recovery resources. We do not provide clinical services. We are that connection and education piece. We'll kind of talk about what it is, help you understand it, and then connect you with the resources that you need. So it's a separate program from our partner agencies, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And it's a great connector with other organizations we've got going on in the community. Mentioning one, one of our programs here at the Chamber, which is Healthy Kingsport. We kind of cross paths with our legs, which is healthy communities, healthy workplaces, and healthy schools. And Avenue touches every one of those. So we are actually partnering with you um, with Healthy Schools on the same council for that. So that works great. How do you think that is working with the new way that's set up? I think it's working great. In fact, we were just talking about it today at our Grand Families Network meeting, which is uh, resources for grandparents and other relative caregivers uh, having to take care of their family. That sharing those resources and not being siloed is so important. We get more done and we're able to help more people. So I think that's been a great expansion for Healthy Kingsport. You know, we're not stepping on each other's toes. 
those were working together to solve some of the same problems. So it's that coopetition that, that we have going on, right? That's a good word. I, I know. We use that a lot around here. Um, one of the things that we're able to partner with coming up that I'm very excited about with Avenue 2 is with Healthy King Sport. We are sponsoring Fourth Friday with Avenue coming Woo-hoo. up on January 27th. And we will kick off that morning by talking about healthy workplaces. We've got, you know, 200 plus people in the room that all go back to work afterwards and we want to help them provide healthy initiatives. We look forward to having Avenue at that event. And then we will be featuring a program called Caring Workplaces with the First Tennessee Development District. Can you talk to us about how all of that plays together? I I think in talking about not wanting to be siloed, we're trying to make sure that we're not just talking about substance use. We're not just talking about mental health. We're not just talking about healthy habits. It's all of it together because if you're dealing with life and stress, you need those healthy habits to figure out how to deal with that and not maybe use the illegal substances or misuse your prescribed substances. So we're really excited about this opportunity because... Lottie um, Ryan's at the First Tennessee Development District says, you know, the statistic is 75% of the people with a substance use disorder are employed. And most often when we think about that, we are thinking about those that are not employed, those that we may see in a different track for the services that we have, whether it be our homeless services or some of our other services. But there's a large portion of people who are dealing with this on a daily basis while still working or trying to work. And if it's not they themselves, they're dealing with a family member. It's estimated that over 20 million Americans uh, have a substance use disorder. If you apply that to Kingsport and even just the 18 over in Kingsport, that's about 8,800 people. And then if you put 75% of those are employed, that's, you know, over 6,000 people. Don't quote me on my math. I'm not Mm -hmm. really good. That's just really quick math. But, you know, there's a large portion of people that if we can help get them some resources before they get to the point of having to go into crisis care or overdosing, that's the goal. Let's help them get the services they need before they get to that crisis point. So caring workplaces, that's part of their goal. They're kind of two pillars. That would be the first part is getting resources, making sure your human relations policies are adequate to help somebody with recovery, that you're not using stigmatizing language, kind of looking at that whole part. Then the second part are those that have come out of recovery and maybe have been just as involved, giving them a place for that second chance employment because statistics show they are actually some of our better employees in terms of being on time, putting in the extra effort, staying longer, wanting to learn, that they've gotten to the point in life where they're really ready to move forward. But sometimes based on your policies, your employment policies, they may not be able to be hired. So we're working on finding places to plug them into the community so they can give back what they've received through their recovery. I've got a question for you, Vanessa. Can you explain to our listeners what fourth Friday is. Yes, it is our membership breakfast that's held at Meadowview each month. I actually started this event about 12, 13 years ago when I worked for Cosby, and we actually stole it from the Bristol Chamber. They've got an event called Fourth Friday there, so it's the best form of compliment in the chamber world is when you steal an idea. But it's basically where we have a sponsor for the event. They get time at the mic and get to share information with the audience. It's a free breakfast for everybody to attend. And you go to Metaview, you go in, you have breakfast, you get to network. That's kind of the main thing is where people can come together and great deals and conversations and new friends are made in that room. You hear from the sponsor, but then the chamber also gets to update things that's going on with our chamber and in the community. We highlight things. If there's things to celebrate, we're able to do that while we have that captured audience. So 
bringing together Avenue with United Way, Healthy King Sport, your King Sport Chamber, and Caring Workplaces with First Tennessee Development District is a great partnership because we're all trying to do good things and to show that as one force, I think is a huge statement. So looking forward to that. Switch gears a little bit, Susie. Leadership King Sport class of 2023. Best class ever. How are you enjoying it? It has been a great opportunity. And when I started at United Way, I said I thought I knew what all was going on in King Sport and I learned so much more. Coming into Leadership Kingsport, it's like, wow, there's, I mean, Kingsport is an amazing place. We have a lot of resources, and it's great to be able to meet people in a different line of work, but still have the same thoughts and cares and ways to connect together. It's been a lot of good networking and a lot of learning, meeting new people and learning again of more resources in the area. I did not know that we had bull riding here. You know, it's just, you know, one of those things like, hey, how can we work with them? Maybe that's something we could take some children to as a learning experience. Maybe that's an audience we need to reach and saying, do you know where these recovery services are? So it's a great deal. All right. Rapid five questions. Oh, I don't like these. Uh, Morning, morning person or night person? Neither. Pretty good between 10 and four. Okay. Would you want to live forever? No. Okay. Who inspires you? I would say the two people sitting right here in front of me today. I love that. Do you like Disney World? Been once, might not go again. That's not going to get me some fans. I'm sorry. No, I think I can understand. Which animal adds more joy to the world, goats or llamas? Well, I'm going to say goats because now I'm attached to our goats up on Cement Hill. So goats is going to be. We do have goats here. Susie, thank you for everything you do. It, it tickles me on how many ways our path crosses. We don't work for the same place, but we work well together. So thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you guys. It's a, again, it's an honor and a pleasure just to be here and serve. Thank you so much. We'll see you next Friday. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's Leadership Live podcast, a partnership between Kingsport Leadership Programs of your Kingsport Chamber and Honda Kingsport. Leadership Live is available wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.